for those of you watching on YouTube, uh, the surroundings have changed because I am up at my parents' house in Northern Ontario, which is formerly known as our cottage. <laughs> but this place is uh, really special to me. It's, it's a big part of my childhood and it's one of the reasons that I had a foundation or a moral foundation to escape, you know, some of the darkness that I, I put myself through is because this place gave me so many wonderful memories and, and so many beautiful lessons in life to remember throughout my journey, like where I come from. So I'm very grateful to be here today. Uh, we, we actually came up here on Thursday. We uh, surprised my parents for Easter, which is a big deal. I mean, I've never surprised them with anything other than debt, you know, or being in jail. Like, and, and, and I, you know, I say that, but it's the truth. Like, I've never really been able to be a part of this family in uh, a socially acceptable way or a, a, an emotionally, an emotionally acceptable way. That's a much better way of putting it. That's exactly how I would phrase that it's is we've all emotionally physically and mentally accepted each other because we're vulnerable with each other you know or maybe I'm vulnerable with them and I'm vulnerable with everyone and it's through that vulnerability that we've created this beautiful friendship and and a family bond and it's something that I witnessed this weekend by doing this by by surprising them I booked some plane tickets uh, with my visa debit which was a big deal you know because I didn't have to use my mom's credit card for anything and I was able to rent a car which uh, I've never rented a car in my life it's it's kind of a big deal as well you know for an individual who practiced going against everything that society said was acceptable you know I, I did everything that would not allow you to rent a car or not allow you to have any credit or to have a credit card I am since three years been working on myself and putting my life back together and and you know here we are like I've got a, a prepaid credit card that allowed me to rent the car that allowed me to get home and to surprise my parents and that in itself like all those maturity steps or those steps of growth have really been an amazing thing for not only them to witness but myself as well because I, I mean for me it's I'm the one watching it you know because I put the work in to hit these milestones and to get to these places and that's a big deal I mean you're starting to see the results of what you've been practicing and throughout the earlier episodes everything that I talk about is things that I go through right so I know through a practical application of the things that I talked about that they work and I use myself as an experiment and and that's a wonderful thing you know as an addict for 23 years basically what that means is I had a messy mind because I didn't process emotions in a manner that would allow me to move through them because I was never taught how to do that. And you don't have to be an addict to be in that same situation. I mean, you can have a messy mind just from abandonment or a controlling parent or being neglected or not being seen or not being heard. Like all of these things can cultivate within ourselves because we weren't giving the tools how to process emotions and how to grow through our emotions. So that's what the cool thing about all this is, is like, it's a journey, you know, and, and you're here and you're along for the ride. And, and I look forward to hearing about your journey. This isn't just about me. This is just a shared experience so that we can all grow because me, I don't, popularity and, and these kind of things don't have any effect on me. It's more so the collection of a group of individuals growing to a higher evolution that helps us achieve a certain state of love.
and and that's the gift that uh, I've given myself was learning how to do that and slowing my mind down like that has been one of the most difficult things that I, I have had to put myself through is undoing everything that I learned along my journey and it's the undoing of everything that was put inside of me as a learned behavior or a belief system that wasn't my own I had to really deconstruct those like who am I kind of thing right why do I think this way or why do I do things like why do I eat meat because I was told to eat meat that I need to eat meat in order to have protein well that's not true you know what I mean and, and how do I know that's not true well I experimented with it I tried it within myself I kind of challenged those theories and that's just me that's just my own personal thing uh, but I would encourage you to challenge the theories and the belief systems that you have within yourself because if you don't arrive to your own conclusion on something you think about then how do you know it's for you how do you know it's of your own thinking or of your own feeling or of your own knowing without deconstructing what you think you know you know just because we're told something doesn't mean that that has to be what we do we really have to come to that answer on our own and if we do everything from a place of love and understanding then no one's gonna get hurt in the process right so there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with questioning things and and questioning who you are and questioning who you want to become because evolution of life doesn't end you know don't get to 22 or 25 or 30 or 40 and think that this comfortable routine that you've created for yourself where the same pattern and the same habits happen day in and day out is life because that's not life that's just something that you have allowed within your life because it's something you know and trying new things is difficult so why do them you know but the lessons and education you can gain from trying new things is is what we're here to do you know there's so much more right there's just there's just so much more to life than working and and once you know they teach us how to do the job they only teach us a small portion of the job so no matter what you do you kind of get good at it because you do it every single day and then it just becomes a job right like there's the passion and inspiration inside of what we do is, is lost so you got to find that in other places you can't really expect the thing that you do for a paycheck to give you that passion and inspiration because you value the paycheck out of what you do because it's so repetitive it's just a good observation to have, right? And, and, and that should encourage you to try new things, even though they're difficult and even though that's going to break your pattern and routine of your everyday life, for sure it is. But it's going to allow you to open your heart and open your mind and open your soul and feed your soul something new. Feed your soul something positive because it's, it's for you, you know? And it's, and it's not good or bad, right or wrong. It's, it's just, it is what it is. And, and it, things that are, are there and, and we don't know the outcome of them are, are so beautiful because we gain the outcome by experiencing it. You know, like putting your hands in something, trying something new, not just talking about it or, or not making excuses as to why you don't want to try something or you haven't tried something yet. Just push that aside and allow yourself to be and to learn. Like that's a great way to kind of look at it as, as education, you know, for the soul. Because schools make employees. Education sort of stops at a certain point and then you have to go and do the thing you love for money because you got to pay off the school debt or you've got to pay for life. So, you know, that kind of creates an employee. But quickly, the inspiration and passion for the things that we went to school for weren't there to begin with or diminish over time so it's something to become aware of right 
if if you're not feeding your soul something for you then you've got to really put effort into that to learn something new for yourself and value it i mean the value in education in, that that feeds our soul is it's got to be paramount i mean it, it helps you learn about who you are and grow and, and teach you something new i mean geez you could be an amazing dancer you could be an amazing singer but if you're too afraid to try like you'll never know and and to be a person who at least knows because they tried well you're 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 more experienced you know then those gray hairs won't seem so bad once you get to that age of wisdom because you'll have gained the wisdom through the experience because that's what gray hairs are anybody who be hating on that please like just kind of sit with that <laughs> and look at it for what it is it's a crown you know gray hairs are a crown it, it means you, you've hit a certain point in time that you've been trying things don't let those gray hairs be there because of stress you know fear anxiety bad food you know wear them proud because you've been through things and you've tried things and, and you know you, you you've been on this planet experiencing and and it becomes a a, a great reward and really it, it should be looked at through the youth as, as a sign of you know an individual who has time on this planet who has something to teach me you know they don't have to be looking to schools all the time to teach them things they can gain real education through people and through experience because you know to me that's that's the most valuable thing that's the most important thing and that's why i said before if your job is all you know you need to try something new because you can't be your job like you know what i mean if all you know is your job that's not a good thing when, when people come and ask you about other things that you've been through in life you're so compartmentalized on just your job so that becoming your identity is is um an observation that you, you should become aware of because uh you're more than that you know you're so much more than that and that's a big thing with myself, you know, I, I went through that journey of addiction, but geez, did I ever try a lot of things, <laughs> you know what I mean? And those things, more often than not, were not good for me, but at the end of the day, like, it's education, right? It doesn't really matter what society says about the education that I gained, because for me, it was experience. So I experienced all these things. Now, there's many people on this planet with a messy mind. There's many people on this planet that are living with a lack of love just like addicts do so there's a great association to the things that i went through and the population so when you look at it from that perspective it's no longer a drug addict that went through a drug addict journey you know it's more of a guy who went through life learned a bunch of things in difficult situations which we all have gained the education and then brought it back to the light you know and now he's here or she's here to share that light through shared experience and connection and communication and that's really what this podcast is all about, is, is just being able to bring an awareness to that. Bring an awareness to yourself that you are so much more. Because we, we, we beat ourselves up so bad. We put so much pressure on ourselves, you know? And that's something I wanted to talk about today is, is this idea of pressure and where it comes from. We're so quick to blame other entities or play victims in a scenario where this pressure builds up, pressure builds up. Let me tell you something. The pressure is built up by no one other than you because no one can put weight like that on you stress fear anxiety on you other than you you have to build that within yourself usually pressure comes from living in the past or thinking about the future hypotheticals and assumptions so here's a way i want you to kind of look at pressure or fear anxiety and stress there is a moment in your mind when you don't know the answer to something but you create almost like a story 
right? You create a story in your mind. When you're thinking about creating hypotheticals and assumptions, let's take a new job, for example. Most people are afraid to get a new job or try something new because of the fear of the unknown. I don't know if I'll be good enough. I don't know if I'll like the people there. I don't know if the traffic is going to be so bad that it's going to take me so long to get there and they keep going, keep going, keep going. Now that's becoming a character in your story because you're creating these scenarios for the character to go through. Rather than be a character in your story, like the hypothetical and assumption, remove yourself back from that. And if you're going to try a new job, just understand that you're going to be the witness of that. That you're going to be the witness of the individual that shows up on the first day and you're going to be present for what happens. And you're going to watch what happens unfold because you're going to be there for each moment. And I know that that sounds like a difficult thing to do because you're saying, basically what I'm telling you to do is not overthink. But that is what I'm telling you to do. But just become aware of that thought process. And the observation and the perspective of being able to look at yourself as a character in that story that you're just creating hypotheticals and assumptions for with no known outcome serves no purpose to you. And that's a big thing that holds people back because we go down these rabbit holes, myself included. Like, I know, I know what this feels like to follow these areas to places where we don't know, you know, create all these scenarios and conversations in our mind that never even happened. They're not good for you. And we know that. One of the ways to observe that is in this manner. Consider yourself as you're going down this hypothetical and assumption path, a character in the story. Now you have the choice to stop right there and, and no longer push that character further into an unknown story. You can stop and just say, I'm going to be the best version of myself when this situation happens, period. And you become the witness of the journey and you're present for it. It's so beautiful. And, and I talk about these things because I've been practicing this in my life for the last eight weeks and I'm seeing results. Like I'm seeing results. And, and that's one of the like ways that it, it really worked for me. It was just such a wonderful observation. When I, my mind started to go like that, I was like, wait a minute. I don't know the answer to any of those things. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to wait until the situation happens and I'm going to be present for the situation. And then no matter what happens, it happens because that's the moment. And I can be a part of the experience and I can either learn from that because whatever I do in that moment is going to teach me something. So maybe I say the wrong thing. That's okay. It's okay to say the wrong thing because now I just gain the education for the next time I come into that scenario and I'm not going to do that or I'm going to be better at it or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? It's kind of you've gained the education to arrive at the next situation with tools because you've been there and you're not creating scenarios in your mind that had nothing to do with the situation because we do that so often we create scenarios in our mind or conversations or hypotheticals and assumptions around a certain subject or around a certain new thing and it, it kind of limits us and there's so much fear anxiety that when we get to the actual experience of the situation we've overthought it so much that now we're completely removed from enjoying the experience and then so many things happen because we're already thinking about the future you know and that's it's, it's damaging to growth, right? Because these are behavioral practices that you're practicing in your mind, right? And it becomes detrimental to your growth, but it becomes normal because you practice this over and over and over and you just need a way to break it. You just need a way to see it from another angle. And that's why I talk about this kind of stuff because the mind 
is really an essential part of how we feel. And until we can have a wonderful relationship with our mind by finding stillness, by becoming mindful, by becoming aware of our thoughts and, and, and seeing that we don't have to be so reactive with our thoughts, we can be a witness, then this is a way to help you grow. And I, I share about that because it's, it's common. You know, I, I don't want people to think that we're so different because these days we're, we're being fed all these ideas that, you know, we've got to divide and we've got to judge and we've got to judge and we've got to judge. You know what? Shut the television off, first off. Shut the radio off, get off social media, whatever you got to do because you don't need that in a messy mind. None of that stuff is good for a messy mind. And it's okay to have a messy mind because you know what? 99% of the population has a messy mind for now. But there's an awakening happening. And there's a lot of people that are tired of having a messy mind or they're ready to seek an avenue to see things from a different angle. They see people that have been through very difficult things in their life and they question how those individuals did everything that society said was incorrect, yet they came to this place of love and light. And it wasn't through materialism. And it wasn't through entitlement. You know, it was a different thing. Because that different thing is inside of you. And you've got it too. We all got it. It's just whether or not we value it. And we value arriving at that place. But many people are waking up to this. Because, you know, the current cost of living within society is just becoming unmanageable and it's out of our control so the wonderful thing that we have within our control is what goes on inside of us and rather than control what's going on inside of you become a witness of it that way you can build a relationship with areas inside of yourself that need attention you know processing emotional traumas opening up doors within yourself that you've closed off for so long because you feel like you've dealt with it but yet you have all these ailments in your life and and usually it's a direct result of what is happening within your past and the only thing i ever look to the past for is to teach you something because if we're storing these negative dense energies within ourselves it's going to break you down you know a, a dense energy from a negative or an emotional trauma is like a rock you know, and, and emotional trauma doesn't have to be physical or sexual abuse. It could be abandonment, neglect, and, and inability to speak about how you feel. There's, you know, anything that is emotionally traumatic to the human. That's unique for any individual. But that dense energy that doesn't get processed and doesn't get released stays inside of you like a rock. And it holds you back. It holds you down. And it breaks this special vessel that we carry all this stuff in down. You know, and it becomes really detrimental for the mind as well. And and that's, it's okay. It's okay if you're carrying that because a lot of people are carrying that. But what I really want you to understand is that it's even more okay to go into those dark places. You don't have to be afraid. And I'll tell you why. It's already happened. You know, not addressing something that happened from our childhood or not having conversations with people that gave us emotional traumas throughout our, our childhood is more detrimental for us right because we can't move through it so essentially we're still stuck in that time the body grows and the body ages but the experiences aren't really of the moment because there's something that holds us back from our past and it doesn't allow us to be ourselves in the moment so going down those roads and opening those doors within yourself yes this is a personal journey there are therapists a hundred percent that can help you go down these roads but you know what you're going to be your greatest companion on this journey and you got to be brave and you got to have courage 
but you got to know that it's already happened. So it can't hurt you anymore. You know what I mean? The only thing that hurts you now is the unprocessing of it. And that's really got to be valued and looked at in a different perspective because once we see that we are our own worst enemy or we are the ones that are actually causing the, the, the damage within ourselves, it allows us to, to detach from that and move through it. Because the emotional trauma that happened may not be positive outlook for you, but you've got to see it from a positive perspective. And basically what that experience was is it's going to teach you something. You're going to take some education from the thing that happened to you in your life. Maybe your father left. Maybe your mother left. You know what that taught you? That taught you life without a father. Or that taught you fathers come in many different forms. There's people out there that stepped up or that you looked up to in a father figure form. So that abandonment of a father or a mother just allowed you to see that love outside in the world. Or maybe you closed yourself off and you put up walls and you didn't allow that to happen. And that's okay because you weren't taught that. But you can choose to do that right now. You don't have to be at any point in your journey to be too late. It's never too late. Even if you're on your deathbed and you figure this out on your deathbed, you did it. You know? You did the work. And, and you, you realize what life was all about. It was just here to teach you experiences to take this education with you when you go. Because life is eternal. Please don't let anyone trick you into thinking that this whole experience is nothing because this whole experience is not nothing. It's very valuable education for the soul. All of this is stored inside of you and as you pass, you go back to the place of love. Because when you come in as a soul, you come from the place of love and then when you pass, the physical body dies. Of course, it's vesicle, it's organic, it's three-dimensional. And then the soul, the essence, leaves the body and goes back to the place we all come from and 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 that's the thing like we're all connected we're all one we've just been divided in a way that that has us think that color and language matter it, it doesn't matter that just shows you a different part of the world that your feet hit the ground or the experiences that you were brought up in but we we need to learn from each other with different color and different languages and different sizes and and different experiences because this is the education this is the stuff that really matters because it helps us to see that we are all connected we are all one don't let media outlets try and sell you on anything different you know and and you can't blame anybody who thinks differently like this because they've been taught that they didn't go inside of themselves and recreate belief systems and recreate patterns and question the things that they value and that they stand for in life they just let other people feed that to them and they adopt that as their own that's okay too right because if we're not given the awareness to do this um, or have conversations about this some people will go through their whole life you know not liking another color or not liking another person who who speaks another language so rather than you know have hatred towards that person compassion empathy and sympathy is is a wonderful tool to have because you know it just allows you to to be kind you know, and, and kindness is something that we can all do in our lives and we can share with other people because, you know, negativity and, and, and violence and anger, it, it gets you nowhere. It gets you nowhere. It, it creates more emotional traumas and then you're carrying around that negative, dense energy with you and you're just, you know, putting more and more inside of you and it weighs you down, holds you down, it breaks you down. So remembering that we are all human beings, a part of the human race, and, and we're brothers and sisters and we're all here to go through experiences and, and learn from each other and evolve into a, a higher state of consciousness is, is really going to help you uh, along the way because 
that's the reality of the situation. That's what's really going on. There are certain entities in, in life that um, have chosen greed, you know, and they've chosen to value power and control uh, over love. And, and that's the current state of society that we live in. You know, success is defined how big your bank account is. And if I have more money in my bank account, but the child in Mexico that doesn't get to go to school and doesn't get to eat, doesn't have any money in the bank account, well, I'm better than them. So my kids get to go to school, their kids don't because they don't have any money. That's not what life is, right? That, that, that can't even be a reality. You know, money, money is just a made up thing. The only thing that gives it value is, is humans because some have more than others and they want to tell other people what to do. So by creating a system that would divide us, um, then they would be able to do that. But we don't have to value that, right? Like a lot of the stuff that I do in my life is is through sharing. We give, you know, because when you give unconditionally, I never expect anything in return. doesn't matter if I lend somebody money or I give somebody money or I give somebody food or I give somebody my time. It doesn't matter. I do everything unconditionally because that's 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 just growth. That's just love, you know? You just learn to really see life like through the eyes of your brothers and sisters, you know? It's... It's just, it's a wonderful perspective to really teach yourself. You you have the power to do that, to teach yourself that. Nobody can take that away from you. Like the power that you possess as a human being is, is unmeasurable. And the power of we possess as, as a collection of human beings is incredible. And we're going to get there. And, and, you know, looking at the world as a big broken diseased place of poison of power and control and greed is one of one perspective for sure but uh turning the perspective within and, and seeing that you know going through the messy mind and, and going down the rabbit hole of of cleaning up of what we have inside of ourselves it, it first off will will allow you to float through life <laughs> like you will you will vibrate at a much higher level in, in the frequencies that you take in and that you emit uh, people will uh, around you will will start to surround themselves with you because of what that you have, because of the work you've done inside, not how big your bank account is, right? And and it's through that individual work that we actually become a collective, right? The only way for all of us to grow as a collective is for each of us to see love and understand love within ourselves, so that we can then share that with our brothers and sisters on the outside. And and that's how it goes. Like that's how the collective consciousness grows. It's not this thing that happens just like this it, it is happening just like that essentially but we have to do the work within ourselves so, so don't be afraid to do that work because you're a part of the collective consciousness you're a part of the growth of love another thing i would encourage you to is you don't have to brag about that you know when you're on a spiritual journey and you're on a, a personal growth journey and the journey within you don't need to be looking for some sort of validation for what you do this is personal you know, you keep this thing inside of you for you. If you meet other people along your path, such as myself or other people that, you know, talk the way we do and, and you connect with them through their social media and you look for questions to help you grow along the way, that's different. But trying to put yourself out there like, oh, I meditate for an hour every day and I'm spiritually growing and I'm doing this and that, it's not what it's about. That's ego. Ego tells you you need to brag about what you're doing. You don't need to brag about nothing. You know what I mean? Because if you're growing within, man, this this thing's for you. And it's very personal and it doesn't have to be for anyone. And one of the things that helped me more than anything was spirituality. I began my whole journey with spirituality. I, I 
spoke some words in prison, you listen to the podcast episode. I, I talk about it almost every episode because it's so much a part of me, like this this love, this source of love. I surrendered my love to Jesus. I read it in a book about another man who'd, who'd lived a very similar life to mine. His name was Matt Gober, and he surrendered his love to Jesus, and he had an awakening. You know what? I, in that moment, was homeless. I had nothing. I was a you know, drug addict for 23 years. I thought, what did I have to lose? I was so tired of, of not loving myself, but I didn't even know it. I didn't even know that that was going to happen. I just was tired. I was so sick and tired of the same every day, same every day, same every day. Your same every day can be whatever it is for you. It doesn't have to be drug addiction. If you're tired of not growing, if you're tired of not learning how to love yourself, check it out. Jesus isn't the the individual that everyone has to follow. It ain't like that. Buddha, Allah, Krishna, these people were spiritual teachers. They were here to guide us to this place of light within ourselves. Religion has been twisted into an organization and a business and it's injected fear into the mass of, of what is love, you know, and it's been twisted. So I would encourage you to really find that on your own. You've, you've got to come to your own conclusion on that, but that's something that I personally witness, right? Because why would an entity that wants to uh, invoke love in everyone take money from people and use that money to grow an organization that benefits only a small amount of people, right? So that's kind of how I looked at that. And, you know, even the Bible is only a, a collection of stories. It, it doesn't give you all the stories. They only put in there what they thought would work for a certain time. So, and a lot of the teachings don't actually teach you how to do the things that Jesus talks about, you know, with spiritual awakening and how to become the light, they leave those parts out. So just something to become aware of. I, I, I myself practice the understanding of religion and, and not just one, multiple religions because the spiritual teachers that are within these religions were there to teach you things. So I like to look at more than just one place, right? But because of the sake of conversation, I did speak the words and surrendered my love and asked Jesus into my life. That was a key. It was a key. It unlocked something within me. And from that day, I understood love. I didn't walk alone anymore. It was real. It's so real, you know, this power. I know it. I mean, I don't know. I can't, I can't take away from it. It happened. Like, that's the thing that, the first thing that happened. And what that did, it gave me the ability to believe in myself. I mean, shit. Believing in yourself? Once you believe in yourself, you don't need validation. You don't need nothing from nobody because you believe in you and you start to begin to look at your past and the person that you were in a manner that you question things because you start to see like, why did I do all those things? What brought me to this point in life? You become present, (laughs) really. Like you become present. Like you become so aware of the present moment in yourself because you no longer walk alone. You've got the love within you because you asked for it. I think that's a, a, another thing I should definitely bring up. You know, a lot of people ask me about the words that I spoke. Somebody mentioned this to me not too long ago. They said, man, you asked for it. Like you asked it to come into your life. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, I guess I did. I did ask. And one of the teachings within Jesus is asking you shall receive, you know? So it happened. I can't deny that. But I don't want to push anything on anyone. I mean, you've got to find this stuff out for yourself because the only way to really appreciate a spiritual awakening is to like figure it out for yourself. Nobody can 
make it happen for you. You got to do it on your own. And that's another beautiful part of the journey is like you put the work in. So you value the reward or you, you value the results because that's what it is. Like the reward is just doing the work, you know, and then the results are like the lessons, the education. It's so beautiful because you're like, wow, I'm becoming something else. Like, you know, and everything changes. The people around you are going to change. The things you say are going to change. I mean, for me, I had a, a great deal of resistance towards maturity. I can admit that. <laughs> I can I can definitely admit that. Um, eight weeks ago, I made peace with Peter Pan uh, that lives inside of me. And Peter Pan and me had a long journey together because I was rebellious. You know, I, I always was. I, I kind of was so aware when I was younger of like school being just so ridiculous, like teaching us a bunch of things and that we're really not going to use over the course of our life. It just seemed like such a waste of time to me. Not that I was bad at it. I was quite good at it, actually. I just saw like the redundancy in what we were doing. It, it just it just seemed in such an impractical method of teaching. Like there was really no practicality. It was just like a wave of information in a manner that not everyone in the classroom could absorb. You know, a lot of my peers around me had self-confidence issues and, and they thought that they were inadequate because they couldn't learn in the same manner other kids could. But really, in reality, there's 12 archetypes. And that basically just means that there's 12 types of learning. There's 12 types of many other things as well, personalities, characteristics, and, and whatnot. But uh, for the sake of the conversation, if you're a child and you're listening to this and you find yourself struggling in school because you can't get it, you can't get it, well, don't beat yourself up for that. You know, school is only designed to really infect three archetypes that learn in the manner that school teaches. So you've got nine groups of individuals in a classroom feeling dumb right from the beginning and then they're graded on it. So now you're graded on not getting the information correctly because the teaching method or the manner of education that is being delivered to you isn't a way that you effectively learn. Some kids are practical. Some kids are academic. You know, some everyone learns differently within a, a certain uh, a group of individuals. But it's certainly something that we've got to be having a conversation about. So for me, yeah, I, I just... I knew at a, at a young age that this wasn't for me. I, I didn't. I didn't get locked up into it, and I'm grateful for that. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm really grateful for how things worked out for me. But yeah, if you're a child and, and you're listening to this, I want you to know that, man. Like, don't beat yourself up for that. And if you're a parent listening to this, please have a conversation with your child about that, because you know that's uh, certainly something that you'll want to be <laughs> discussing with your children, like that they're feeling dumb. You know, and they're not dumb. And now they're just trying to attach to something else because, you know, they want to get good at something. And for most, it's social media, you know. So that's why kids are sort of just, you know, not doing anything these days is because they don't know who they are. And they're being forced to choose what they want to do. But there's all these other distractions that they can attach to. So they, they choose that. So communication man if you've you got kids like communicate with your kids and even if you don't have a good relationship with them let me tell you how to build a relationship with them you get vulnerable you tell them about the things that held you back in your life 
That's going to help your relationship grow with your children. Never be afraid to share about what's going inside with yourself with your children. Because if you can't share about the things that are going on inside with you, trust me, they know. Like they're picking up on that. Kids are not stupid. And I don't care what age you think we're talking about here. Even from a very young age, children are so incredibly intelligent because they're so aware and receptive. They don't have all these learned behaviors and poor practices of processing or the inability to process emotions. You know, they're, they're pure. They're so pure. So really look at your children as education and, and figure out ways to learn from them because they're very present. They're very still. They're very mindful. They're very kind. They're empathetic. They're sympathetic. They have compassion. You can put, you know, 10 babies from 10 different countries in a room and none of them will see them other than a, a being of love. You know, they, they don't know judgment. They don't know division. They don't know to value something from an external perspective because that hasn't been put in them yet. Very valuable piece of information and, and something to become aware of is, is just that analogy in itself. It just reminds you that humans grow into the beings that they choose to become because they allow those practices to happen within their mind. There is no blame and victim mentality within this. There can't be. If you're trying to blame someone else or, or playing the victim, like you're not gonna get anywhere because you're just gonna stay stuck inside of that repetitive cycle that it's somebody else's fault or it was poor me. You know, I get shitty things happen to people, for sure. It's, it's just the result of an experience to teach you something, regardless of how bad it is. And I know for some that the journey is very difficult. And, and trust me, I know about it. I've been through some things. You don't spend 23 years on the street and not learn some very, very difficult lessons because I did. So I, I have my own. You know, there is no comparisons in journeys. My journey was unique for me. Your journey is unique for you. So don't let anybody judge you on your journey. And if somebody's trying to judge you because you're trying to grow and trying to think differently, move away from them. Get in your own lane. You know what I mean? Because some people, when they see people trying to grow and they see people trying to better themselves, they try to bring them down. You know, and if you even pick up on any of that, even if it's in your within your best friend, you know, try and have a conversation, speak your truth, speak your heart. And if they aren't receptive to that, you got to move away from them because that's just going to hold you back. And it's really going to cause you an immense amount of pain. And it's going to stunt you from growing within your own journey because you got to value this over anything else. You know, you got family members in the house. We can make all the excuses we want to because the family's filled with dogs and babies and husbands or wives, whatever it may be, and we don't have time. I can't find an hour for myself. If you can't find an hour for yourself, it's because you choose not to. Because if you want to find an hour for yourself for personal growth and to process emotions or, or possibly just meditate or do yoga or whatever it may be, you will have difficult conversations with your family. And if they love you and respect you, You'll be able to communicate with them and you can grow within your hour of mindfulness in whatever you want to do for yourself. And if you don't have that hour, good Lord, or 30 minutes, start with 30 minutes, start with 10 minutes. Find it. Make it happen. It has to happen. It's a requirement for life. People pleasers is, is getting old, you know, trying to put our attention to everybody else so we never have to do anything for ourselves. How many of y'all do that? I mean, I was guilty of it. I, even as an addict, I just made sure I, I knew what, what everyone else needed so I never had to focus on myself. I mean, that's a big part of why I didn't process the emotions that held me back because it was easier to focus on everyone else and make excuses as to why I needed to do that. You don't need to do that. You do that because you want to do that because that's what you know. 
because processing emotional traumas in your mind has been something that you don't want to do or you can't do. Please don't use the word can't as well because you could do anything. I'm a self-approved of that. 23 years on the street, 15 years with a needle, 33 overdoses. I'm here, man. I'm here. I'm three years clean. I'm working to get my children back. I've alleviated myself of almost all of my debt. I have a, a beautiful partner I get to share my time with. And we have a company together and I'm quite free and I share what I have and you know, I have this wonderful gift of connection with everyone and everything and I'm so a part of nature and the moments that happen for me and my family because I put work in and I valued it and I didn't give up on myself and I'll never give up on myself and I'll never give up on you because there's no place I'm going unless we're all going there together. So that's it. Like I'm, I'm here for the long haul, man. Like I'm, I'm in this for the long run for the evolution of mankind. It's happening. Like this is, this is what we're here to do. The times may get darker as we continue on this journey. Shut your television off. Detach from social media. Cut it out of your life. You can't change it. It's too big. It's been going on too long. And entities that make decisions that affect many, many people will do that because they have the power, control, and the greed to make these things kind of happen. So let it go. You can't change it. And it's probably getting a little darker as we go here. And that's okay. Because when things get darker, we appreciate the light and we navigate to the light even more. We come together. You know, there can be sources on this planet that try and divide us, but at the end of the day, we're going to come together. It's, it's a beautiful part of the evolution. And it's just what has to happen. You know, we become a witness. You become a witness of what is happening in the world. You're not a character in the story anymore. You don't have to create all these hypotheticals and assumptions into areas where you can't control and you don't know the outcome. There's no point. Just become a witness. Turn the perspective within and effectively focus on yourself and grow through the things that have held you back your life and give yourself a new life, like a rebirth. You know, that's it's a very new, uh, a very real thing. Happened to me. Like I died in that jail cell and I woke up a different human. It was insane. <laughs> and I love every minute of it. And if I had to do my journey again, I would. And that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy to say. It was filled with crazy experiences. Very, very dark at <laughs> points and messy minds and all these wonderful things. But you know what? Today I sit here and they're wonderful because I look to how beneficial they have been for me to come to the light because the difficult experiences we face in our life teach us the greatest education. If things are easy, we don't really learn much. So when you turn that perspective within, remember that. Remember you're going to school inside yourself and all you're there to do is pull the education out. There's no blame. There's no victim mentality. There's no need to get stuck inside of an emotional repetitive cycle because you're going to free yourself from it just by learning that your mother was so controlling in your life or your father left because that was there to teach you something, not put you in a victim mentality. I love y'all, seriously. If you listen to this and you're supporting me and you know the things I say and the things that I'm trying to do, I mean, I love you. And, and, I've, and I say that because I've had quite a few people lately just like really um, let me know that the things... Are helping them and I care I just I care so much about that I don't care you know popularity and these kind of egotistical things aren't for me because we're brothers and sisters here together so uh, I really appreciate when people like reach out to me and they tell me like hey man like like my life's changing 
and, and it's because they're putting the work in. It's nothing I do, right? I'm not doing anything. You have to do the work. All I'm doing is allowing you to see a perspective through my experience and maybe share some information that you weren't really given throughout your journey. So thank you. Love you. Yeah, that's such a cool thing to be able to say, like, I love you. And I'm, I mean it. <laughs> I really mean it. Um, my social media is real talk for an unreal world that's youtube facebook instagram and tiktok i cut up the clips uh like i take like things that i think are cool or like like a little like one minute clips or two minute clips uh from the full episodes of the podcast and then i put them up on tiktok and if you watch the full episodes on on youtube or on spotify or whatever you're listening to and you need something to help keep you going throughout the week you can check out those social media sources and yeah i put them up uh, try and get it up every day Again, I'm growing within myself and I'm just getting better at this and really trying to balance out my life between everything that's happening. But I put the work in and my results are starting to show. So everything is really aligning more and more and more. Um, yeah, so that's that's a cool place you can get that stuff. My Twitter is Real Talk, the number four, Unreal. And my, my email, Realtalk for an Unreal World at gmail.com. And if you have any questions, concerns, anything that you are going through that you can't see things from another way and you'd like just some perspective or some encouragement, please feel free to email me and I, I get back to that, um, yeah, as quick as I can. So I just want you to leave you with the fact that you, you're, you're never going to stop growing till the end. You know, don't get to the end and, and try and think about all the things that you didn't do. Listen to this right here, right today. You got the power to choose when you're going to do something. You know, and it doesn't have to be everything all at once. Don't look at the big picture. The big picture is made up of small events. And that's what makes the result of the big picture. So enjoy. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the difficulties. Enjoy the wonderful moments. Just enjoy all of it. Be kind. Be kind to people. It'll help change that frequency within you. Much love. I really appreciate everyone. Thank you.